Blessings and welcome to Hope, helping other people evolve their spiritual wellness with hope. As always, I am Hope. Welcome, my brothers and sisters. Today, I have the honor and I am so humbly pleased to introduce my sister, Araceli. She is a true blessing to me and many. Araceli, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit. Excuse me, I'm a little hoarse today. And tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey in Christ where you came from, where you are now, and how you maintain as a Christian and woman of God in the secular world, what, what type of work do you do? So just give us a little bit of your story so that you may encourage others, because I know you will. Welcome, by the way. Thank you. Yes, um, God bless everybody. Um, so I'm Araceli, and I am really blessed to uh that I have met Sister Hope. She's also a blessing to my life, and I'm really happy to be part of this um, podcast. Yeah, um, so I am a, I'm a Christian uh, girl, I would say. Since I was little, I met Jesus when I was, like, pretty much, like, 10, okay. and I've been, like, going to churches, um, but the interesting part of this is like, I have a colon since I was little and God has always put in people in my way to share the word of God. Amen. Um, well, my family wasn't really Christians. My parents knew the word of God, but they weren't really Christians. Sometimes I will go to Sunday church by myself and no one else just me yeah <laughs> and then my parents will stay at home um so when I was little and growing up I just used to go to church um knowing about God um but as I was a teenager um I started just to like walking away from God yeah and um and I stopped going to church and my family didn't really care if we, if I went or not. Um, so my parents, like I grew up in a family with um, like, with a lot of problems. Like my parents' marriage marriage was, was really broken. Um, even, even as I'm telling and sharing this right now, um, makes me think about how sad I was back then. Yeah. Um, and I would like to share it because I know that what I went through, many people, probably young girls, young boys might be going through. And I hope that this is something that they can use and and just learn from it and know that God is always there with them. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So um, my my I'm always I always been like a daddy's girl. Yeah. Um, and so my dad was everything for me um by growing up as a teenager I find out about how my dad has like um an affair with other women um and I used to see my parents fight all the time arguments in the house there was no communication no love no close relationship between my siblings and I yeah. um I felt lonely I felt really lonely, depressed. Yeah. And going to school was the only thing that kept me 
like give me a motivation to continue um, with my friends, hanging out with my friends and, and trying to find who I was. Um, so I grew up really bitter doing stuff that I wasn't supposed to be doing. Like my friends will hang out with boys and um, start drinking and, and, and do it doing stuff that um that I didn't like but I just did because I wanted to be part of the crowd right because I felt that was a place where I felt comfortable and I felt like there's something in there that I can hold on to it um but then as I was growing up I continued being so bitter and there was the one point in my life that I felt like there was no point in leaving there was like why god why why I feel so empty inside, why I feel so bitter, why I feel so sad all the time. Yeah. And, um, and, and I just kept having this side conversations with God. I didn't know I was praying, but in my head, I was always like holding up to him and asking him why the why. Yeah. And, um, and then as I was like, always having God in my mind, um, I went to college I was 17 when I started college and that's when God sent this uh, brother from a church in my neighborhood to my house to visit us and and um and he started visiting us I remember I used to hide I used to wait for him to come and then leave because I didn't want to talk to him but um he was (laughs) God I mean God just sent him to speak to my family about him and I remember I had a chance to talk to him a couple of times. And one time I was like so upset, so sad that he said to me, let's just talk. Just you, all you have to do is like, let me just pray for you. And in my prayer, my quiet prayer in my head, I was asking God, God, what should I do? Yeah. I don't want to be bitter anymore. I just don't want to be sad. And when we pray, I didn't tell this prayer to the brother that I was next to me, right? Right. And then he said to me, Araceli, God says, he's telling me to tell you, God says that he heard your prayer and he wants you to forgive your father so you can be free. Wow. And in that moment, I was like, wow, God just answer my prayer right now because I just asked him. Amen. And, and from that moment, I, I felt, I cannot really explain it, but I felt that something changed inside of me. Yes. Like all the bitterness, all the sadness and the emptiness that I had in my heart, I felt like something came to me and I felt this warm love, this warm love that made me feel knew that it made me feel loved that it made me feel just complete wow amen and and then and then that day I remember I spoke to my father and I said to him I forgive you for everything you have done to us for everything you have done to my mom myself my brother's and that man just started crying and wow. crying and crying. Wow. And crying. 
And I understood the power of forgiveness that day. Wow. Not just so much for my father, because I know the God also, God did great stuff with my dad as well. He's not a pastor in my country, Nicaragua. Wow. Yeah, All glory to God. Yes. God, it's just totally changed my family from that day that I decided that I will follow Jesus truly and that I will listen and be obedient to the Holy Holy Spirit in my life. Um, So that day, I remember being free. And it's like this weight that I was carrying on my shoulder for so long suddenly was just gone. Amen. And, And since that day, I know the power of forgiveness is not only for the people around you, but for yourself. Amen. Because that allows me to come to God and ask for forgiveness when I know that I have sinned, that I have done something that is not right. I can come to him and ask for forgiveness. Amen. Yeah, so that's how I actually feel like I experienced the presence of God for the first time in my life. Um, that's so amazing that is such a powerful story and I know it's going to touch many many people that listen to this podcast that is just so amazing it it touched me you know and I I know you but I've never heard that story like that and and that's that's amazing and I see why and how you are who you are now I understand that now and I know that through that even just your words just the way you tell it through the Holy Spirit, I know it's going to touch many. Um, I would like to also just touch a little base on, I know you're a teacher. And um, can you talk a little bit about that? What level do you teach? What is it like now during this this pandemic and the way life is right now? And and how does your faith hold you up through this? Yeah, sure. I um, am a Spanish teacher and I'll be teaching this year 10 to 12 grade um, and it's been really hard um, especially right now with the pandemic and having the students in remote learning and not having the physical contact like seeing and having students in school yeah um, so it has been very hard for them for the families and um, but something that um, well I, I want to share first why I I'm still a teacher because honestly, being a teacher, it's it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's not easy. It's it's a job that it's not just the job, but you need to have the heart and the service for it and be committed to it. Um, and so, um, I I have my I, I I taught for three years in a different school. Now I'm going to start in a new school. But when I took a break from that school, I was thinking about, should I stop being a teacher? Why am I doing this? And should I persuade my graduate studies and go for a PhD? Should I teach adults? Um, so all of those questions came to my head. And so I, I started looking at different programs uh, for graduate to PhD, but I didn't have peace. So this is really important. You need to put everything in God's hands. Amen. And I remember that I applied for this new school and I, they gave me the job right away and it just felt right. 
Amen. And I have the peace in my heart, which is the most important part. Like I felt like God was just leading me to that place. Yes. And something really like amazing that God made me feel like I need you there. I need you in that classroom. Wow. Like it's not easy. No, like right. it's not easy. It's not an easy job, but I need you there for other students mm-hmm. because because there's students right now that that they're in their home. They come from broken homes just yep. like me. Yes. And they need that one person to believe in them, to listen to them, to care for them. Um and this is why I do this job. Uh, this is why I I like being a teacher because of that relationship that I'm able to build with my students. Amen. More, so more than teaching the content is more like like who I am and how I can help um, the students. Um, and I tell you that the most like <laughs> difficult students that I have, like the ones that they gave me, like sometimes they will say things that will hurt my feelings. Yeah. But but at the end, those are the students that make me a better person. Amen. Uh, and they know that. And they, at the end, they become really close to me and they appreciate everything I go through for them. So, Amen. Amen. That's so amazing. So when will, will, when will school start back? How's that going to, how's that going to play out? Yeah. So for my school, um, uh, we're going back on September 8th. Um, uh, the first month, or I believe the th- uh, first three weeks is going to be remote classes. So students will be at home and we're going to teach from home. And then, um, it's not for sure. It depends on how the state and the, and the numbers go up and down in terms of, um, the virus and, and the students. Um, so we have like two plans. We have remote plan. But if it changes, we go to hybrid mode, which means that we're going to have some students come into the school, uh, let's say, two days a week, and then the other three days at home. Wow. Um, so, yeah, that's the plan. So we have, like, two different plans and trying to get ready for, um, for either way just to be prepared for it. Wow. So much going on. Is there anything that you could say to someone, a boy or girl, because even even the males go through what you went through as a young girl. Is there any advice you can give them to help them get through what they're going through? The way the, the way God sent someone to you. I believe you're sending, he's sending you to someone through this podcast. So if, is there anything that you can share as advice to help them get through it? Yeah, I, I just want to tell whoever's listening that know who you are in Christ, that you are not a person who came to this world to suffer, to feel sad, to have emptiness in your heart. That's not God's purpose. That's not why he brought you here. Um, I just want to tell you that you are loved, that you're special, and that you're important. And it doesn't matter what people or the situation, it's the situation, it's happening around you. 
God loves you and that's the more important thing. And he will send someone or he will talk to your life, to your heart directly. And he will give you strength and he will give you peace. Just hold on to God's hand because he's right there. We cannot see him, but but we can feel him. I mean, he's there. He's real. He's alive. So just remember that who you are in Christ and why God brought you here is for happiness, for joy, and to fulfill um, God's plan. Um, Yeah, so just keep that in mind. Amen. That's so powerful, my dear sister. I would like you to please wrap us up with a prayer, and then I'll sign off. Sure. Father God, I thank you for this moment and I bless um, everybody who's listening to this podcast today. And I just ask for the Holy Spirit to guide uh, whoever is going through struggles right now, Father. Um, let this, my testimony, be a blessing for others and give them strength and peace, Lord. And I just ask you, Lord, that your love your presence and your joy and peace always be with us, Lord, Father. I believe, Lord, that you brought us here and you have a plan for us, Lord, a plan to be happy, to be joyful, to have peace, to love one another, Father. And I know this world is corrupted, Lord, and, and everything that we see around is bad, but I know that in the middle of all of this, Lord, your love is greater, Father, yes. and I believe in that. So I bless every soul that is listening to this podcast, Lord, yes. and be you speaking to their life. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray. Amen. 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 It is done in the mighty name of Jesus. We just want to thank you, my dear sister, for joining me. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us, my dear sister Araceli, and hearing her story. I pray that it touches your life. Thank you for being here on Hope, helping other people evolve through spiritual wellness with hope. As always, I am hope. I love you. I believe in you. Have a miraculous day.